Come have a seat in the Skald Circle, and hear the story of Loki and the Dwarves, as told by Casimir. One day, Loki the Trickster found himself in an especially mischievous mood, and cut off the gorgeous golden hair of Sif, the wife of Thor. When Thor learned of this, his quick temper was enraged, and he seized Loki and threatened to break every bone in his body. Loki pleaded with the Thunder God to let him go down to Svartalfheim, the cavernous home of the dwarves and see if those master craftspeople could fashion a new head of hair for Sif, this one even more beautiful than the original. Thor allowed this, and off Loki went to Svartalfheim. There he was able to obtain what he desired. The sons of the dwarf Ivaldi forged not only a new head of hair for Sif, but also two other marvels. Skinbladnir, the best of all ships which always had favorable wind and can be folded up and put into one's pocket, and Gungnir, the deadliest of all spears. Having accomplished his task, Loki was overcome by an urge to remain in the caves of the dwarves and revel in more recklessness. He approached the brothers Brokker and Sindri and taunted them, saying that he was sure the brothers could never forge three creations equal to those of the son of Avaldi had fashioned. In fact, he even bet his head on the lack of their ability. Broker and Sindri, however, accepted the wager. As they worked, a fly, who, of course, was none other than Loki in disguise, stung Sindri's hand. When the dwarf pulled his creation out of the fire, it was a living boar with golden hair. This was Gullenbursti, who gave off light in the dark and could run better than any horse even through water or air. Sindri then set another piece of gold on the fire as Brocker worked the bellows. The fly bit Brocker on the neck and Sindri drew out a magnificent ring, Draupnir. From this ring, every ninth night, fall eight new golden rings of equal weight. Sindri then put iron on the hearth and told Brocker that this next working they must be especially meticulous for a mistake would be more costly than with the previous two projects. Loki immediately stung Broker's eye, and the blood blocked the dwarf's eye, preventing him from properly seeing his work. Sindri produced a hammer of unsurpassed quality, which never missed its mark and would boomerang back to its owner after being thrown. But it had one flaw. The handle was too short. Sindri lamented that this had almost ruined the piece, which was called Mjolnir. Nevertheless, sure of the great worth of the three treasures, Sindri and Broker made their way to Asgard to claim the wages that were due to them. Loki made it to the halls of the gods before the dwarves, and presented the marvels he had acquired. To Thor he gave Sif's new hair and the hammer Mjolnir. To Odin went the ring Draupnir and the spear Gangnir. And Freyr was the happy recipient of Skinbladnir, and Gulen Bursti. As grateful as the gods were to receive these gifts, especially Mjolnir, which they foresaw would be of inestimable help in their battles against the giants, they nevertheless concluded that Loki still owed the dwarves his head. The cunning god pointed out that he had promised them his head, but they were not to touch his neck. Broker and Sindri, rather than dealing with the trickster god, Broker and Sindri contented themselves with sewing Loki's mouth shut and returning to their home in Svartalfheim. And that is the story of Loki and the Dwarves. Thank you for hearing our tale. 
If you enjoyed it, please take a look at our Patreon page and learn how you can earn great rewards while also supporting us. A special thank you to Kat for the support this month. It means the world to us. Once again, thank you for listening to our story.